just wanna go. Um, yeah, I hit threes with no eyes. Threes from the ring, no lie. Cross my heart and I die. They don't wanna catch me outside. Uh, they see no way it was a tie. Uh, I couldn't take an L if I tried. Uh, funny when I start trying to play around with them, they really start feeling my vibes. Uh, they can't reach where I'm trying to reside. Out of reach if I fall, I'ma die. Yo, 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 what's good? What's cracking? We back. Brand new episode of Threes from the Ring. First episode of the new year. Happy New Year's for y'all. Hope you guys came in safe, well, and COVID free. But if not, Omarion is prospering in your in your immune system, G. But this your boy Chris J. Glad to be back. Got the squad on here. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Happy New Year as well. All right, we have. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring at Three S from the Ring uh, for all our NBA wrestling takes. Because uh, you're probably wondering who the hell been blasting niggas on Twitter wrestling community that has been my ass, and I don't care. I don't. But it is what it is. Uh, but follow us on Twitter. Follow, uh, like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube as well. Wait, oh crap, I didn't even start YouTube, but there it goes. YouTube started now. But, so if you two watchers, this we this is Happy New Year's and all of that. So, but if you are watching us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. If you are on, uh, on the audio side of things, SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Pod, Spotify, all of that. Hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button. Whatever platform you listen to is on, make sure you share this content. It's all greatly appreciated. 2022 only is going to lead to big growth for the brand itself. So make sure y'all support. Uh, but yeah, so let's go ahead and get right into it. We're going to switch things up on this episode. With We're going to hit basketball first. NBA has been bussing. And when I seen bussing, it has been lit, my nigga. If you don't know what lit means, it has been really exciting it's for, the white pe- for our white fans. But... A lot to talk about. Uh, where should we start off with? Um, I think the biggest hot topic is Ja Morant right now. Ja has been that nigga <laughs> in every way possible. I think right now the Memphis Grizzlies are on a ten game loot. I mean ten game winning streak right yep. now. Yeah, ten game winning streak. So they're literally doing their thug dizzle uh, in every way imaginable. Ja just won Player of the Week for the uh, last week. For the first, I think, yeah, the first full week of the NBA season last week. So, shout out to Ja in that regard. But Ja has been hooping and balling every way imaginable. Uh, within this 10-game winning streak, I think they beat the Lakers twice. Uh, beat the Lakers twice. Uh, just beat the Warriors last night. Like, beat the Warriors senseless um, last night. Uh, they beat a decent amount of like contending teams. Uh, just within this streak, they but, beat the Nets within this streak too. Oh, they beat the Nets. So literally, they beat all the top teams, all the popular teams that everybody fans stand over, and literally make Ja and the Grizzlies is making their mark, saying we here. And I'm all for it. I'm happy for uh Ja to have this moment. I know I was rough on Ja on I think last year, the past couple of seasons, because I think niggas was trying to crown him too early, like, saying he's better than Kyrie, shit like that. And I was like, yo, y'all got to chill a little bit. But I'm happy. Uh, Bucks to see just won, by the way. You said what? The Bucks just won, by the way. They beat the Warriors 118-88. to They penetrated them niggas, but we'll talk about the Warriors later. But, uh, but yeah, but I'm happy. The Grizzlies are up right now, too. 
Oh, so they about to, what, what's the current score for that game? 90 87, and it's uh, the beginning of the fourth. Yeah, so they were well on their way to probably win it 11 in a row, but I'm happy to see the Grizzlies and Ja do their thug dizzle. Above all, I think the most underrated thing I'm happy to see is Jaron Jackson be healthy. Like, I think I've said that he's really important to that team. <laughs> Uh, in terms of if he stay healthy, I think it will help. I think they're still still missing Dylan Brooks, but uh, Desmond Bain, I think his name. Uh, yeah, Desmond yeah. Bain. He's stepped up a lot. Like, this is a young, hungry team, and they just continue to fit that. Even like the hustle and uh, hustle and grind of Memphis Grizzlies with Paul Gasol and Zebo teams. But now they're just a lot more exciting to watch. So I'm happy to see this team succeed. Uh, I'll let you guys get y'all thoughts on uh, John the game. Um, yeah, like you said, they they're much improved from the last couple of seasons. Like they're actually in the they're like a middle of the pack playoff team now. They're not just barely making it in. So it's good to see. It's good to see when a young team improves and doesn't stay in the same spot, you know, forever. Even though you know that could change any given season, but. This was the season where that change came, and it's good to see them rolling and Ja really proving that, you know, whatever they were saying about him at the draft, he's proving that right now in this moment, this is his moment, is not Zion, you know, until further notice. So, like, shout out to him for, for you know, continue, continuing to grow as a player. Because I, I truly believe he's going he's gonna to be in that conversation like he's – He's already in the conversation for one of the best point guards in the league right now, but like I feel like further down the line of um, his career, he's definitely going to be in that conversation of guys that you know. This is going to be like this generation's, you know, point guard to watch. It's going to be that guy for them. Yeah, most definitely. I have never left the jaw train. Check the notes. Check the podcast. Been here uh, just knowing how jaw is as a player, how he got them to either the. Like he got them in a play in second year, and I think back to back, no, back to back years, I believe. Yeah, back to back years. Like you can't, you can't deny that he's the motor of this young team. Uh, his confidence is spreading throughout that team. Um, I know Jared Jackson Jr. probably ain't got the most offensive number, but defensively he has been really good. Um, Desmond Bain having a breakout year. I know it's pretty much a lot. Um, my man's from Charlotte going to win MIP. But give Desmond Baines some votes because that man has been balling. It's a good afraid. chance Ja might win it his damn self. Uh, no, Ja, ja at, he playing MVP level. You can't win an MIP playing MVP level, bro. I can't let that happen. You know, Jeez. I hate they I hate they you can't get that. MVP because it's, it's Steph's to lose right now. Who, MVP? Right now. Well, you said right it's Steph to lose? I said it's between Joe Thick. I think Steph knocked himself out. I think it's between because he's not even number one in the West no more. Oh yeah, Phoenix is. Yeah, the Suns. So I think they knocked themselves out doing that. For now. Um, Keyword for now. Uh, but that's why. That's why. Um, what the hell was I about to say? Oh, but like Josh should definitely be in there. I think Josh should have more. Even conversation more than Bron. I know Bron almost averaged a thirty. I think Josh should have a bigger, a louder voice than Bron being MVP, just because Josh fourth in the West with a team who who oldest players probably fucking Stephen Adams. So 
he, he's leading the force. And Stephen Adams he hasn't is, played in, I think he, he's COVID. Yeah, my man's. And then just the athleticism on display that Josh showing, wild, okay? And this is what I mean by wild. Jumping off the roof. There's multiple plays off this 10-game run where Ja is literally jumping at Isaiah Thomas' height. Like, there is a, a – when they went against the Warriors, and I think it was Jordan Poole made the shot over Ja. Ja's whole body was over Jordan Poole. And he yeah, asked different. Jordan Poole, how did you see the, how did you see the rim? Because Ja was above him. Uh, the block on the the block on Avery Bradley, Avery Bradley probably didn't get no sleep that night. It would be a minute <laughs> since we seen somebody catch the ball in the glass like that. Um, then last but not least, um, watch Ja, not necessarily dunk, because there's been a couple of dunks where his head is above the rim. Watch Ja go for a rebound. <laughs> Just watch Ja go for a fucking rebound, folks. It's crazy. Uh, but he is my MVP. Not necessarily. I don't think he's the MVP of the league. I honestly think it's between Greek Freak Jokic and Kevin Durant. I'm knocking Curry out just for now. But what Greek Freak doing with half of his team was damn near going with COVID. And they back slowly. Drew Holiday still ain't back. My nigga. My nigga. My nigga Jokic don't even have a second. Eric Gordon sucks. All right. So put that out there right now. So my nigga Jokic don't got a second star. Um, and, um, and KD literally, he said Hardy can be mid one night. Uh, Kyrie got PTO. I'm still going to give you 30. What he did, we can talk about this later. What he did to the Bulls, he literally said, pick one between what, who was the two niggas they had guarding him for? <laughs> Jones left early, and, uh, unfortunately. Derek Jones actually sprained the, I mean, bruised the bone. That has to be the quickest injury known to man. But he literally, he literally looked and told them niggas, whoever is guarded to be getting a fucking bucket. So they just get destroyed. Um, Popeyes? Uh, we looking for something to eat right now. So that's why I just ran into Popeyes. But um, now, um, but yeah, John Morant, just cold, cold-blooded. When we were him against point guards, but... You got to give Chris Paul, Steph Curry, they love. But if you say if you say job number three, I ain't too mad. Like I'm just saying, I ain't too mad. Uh, like Kyrie, we know Kyrie skill wise is better than him. We know in a position a positionless game, Harden better than him. But as we say, traditional point guards right now, who running? Job Curry and CP3, and CP3 get it straight off of. You know, legacy and shit like that. Legacy and um, is literally still leading the Suns team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I get like I'm giving Josh respect. Definitely, if just off this season alone, top three point guard and playing like a top ten talent this season overall. Just my main thing with Ja. and it scares me because we just talked about gave his athleticism praise. Nigga, learn to land more gently. Yes, please. We Chicago niggas, we seen how explosive and fun Derrick Rose could been. And that, and literally, the knees said, I can't do this no more. We still blame Tim Partly. A lot of the Rose, too. They winning, so John not paying Thibodeau minutes. That's also true. 
but still. <laughs> <laughs> With regards to the point being, still. watch how you land, brother. That's all I just land more gently and more controlled. Which he, it, compared to like he at least I would say at least compared to in the past, he's not trying to poster every every everybody. So it's like that limits that aspect as well, but like still land more gently because your knees will pray will praise you ten years from now. But yeah, shout out to John in the game. Uh let's go ahead and just talk about the Bulls in itself. Uh the Bulls was recently on close to a ten game winning streak before they ran to the Nets who freaking jawed them niggas. Uh let me look at this. Yeah, the Bulls was Won eight straight, I believe, yeah. And played the uh, Nets last night. Nets literally said, told them no. I'm just going to keep it G-Rail. They just told them no. <laughs> yeah, I watched that game from, from I watched front the, to back. Uh, I watched the highlights because I, uh, I, I had to work. But, no. Yeah, I, I had to work, yes. No, no, no. I, w- I, w- I didn't get it. I got in late. That's what it was. I got in late. Uh, and then, I, was, I didn't know. Why the fuck was that game on at nine? Yeah, because I thought they kept saying seven, and then I, I clicked on it, and it kept sending me to the fucking Knicks game. Oh, yeah, Knicks game got the early game for some reason. That was that, dumb. Gee, that was so weird. I'm like, bro, why is the, a, a Chicago game on at this time, bro? This is weird. But um, Even Mark Jackson was like, why, why was the name of them get the early game? That was weird. But, um, but yeah, so pretty much like watching the highlights, I was just like, gee, they just – this is an example of like when the we Nets offense is just on point. There's nothing you can do. But we're talking about the Bulls right now, though. So the point being in all of this, the Bulls just have been really good. They're finally getting over. They're finally overcoming their COVID battle uh, because COVID has been beating their ass. And unfortunately, injuries are still sprouting up. Crusoe's still out. Uh, yeah, no, Crusoe's on COVID protocol now. Yeah, yeah, Caruso's on COVID protocol. Yeah, I, think he, back, I think he got, I think he got, I think he one of them that got COVID protocol with symptoms. Because I don't even think he was at the game. I know, well, you can't be at the well, game. I'm like, bro, you can't be at the game. I don't think, like, he's been out for a minute. Usually it's just be like, no, he, he had an injury. No, it was weird with Caruso. Oh, yeah, he, 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 was, he was hurt. So somewhere his ankle at first. And yeah. He ended up getting protocol as soon as everybody else came back. But in, yeah, that, like, in that sense, I'm going to keep it but Caruso won't go help him. Like, not really. There's, there's. No, nah, not for that game. There's between the Warriors, the Nets, the Bulls, and the Lakers. This is why probably four of them teams will not win this championship. They ain't got no sides. And I talked about this would be the problem with Vucevic being like your big in the in, in the playoffs. He about to get abused bad by somebody like Giannis, by somebody like Embiid. Like he's going to get abused and booze. Uh, it's not even just by the other bigs. He's just not a rim protector. Like in a slow down game, I'm picking rolling him to death. Yeah, you you picking rolling him. You switching. Kyrie don't play that good, but Kyrie wanted that switch every time because he know what was gonna happen. Um, uh, and then same thing with like you know when we talk about the Warriors later, like that size is gonna kill them against. What Milwaukee did <laughs> today, they would do on everybody. You know what I'm saying? I saw the, the game versus Brooklyn and Milwaukee where Kyrie was playing. No bueno. Griffith did whatever he wanted. You know what I'm saying? KD got off, but you can't guard that. 
They can they guard they guard uh James Harden. No, James Harden wasn't playing, I think. Yeah, I think he was out. MB is going to take advantage of a team like that. I'll rock with the Bulls and love what I see what they're doing. But that problem, and I don't know what they can do without giving up like major parts of their bench to get somebody. Kobe uh, White can go. Kobe, but Kobe White is really good off the bench. He's really good, good but, off the bench. Yeah, that's he's, replaceable. He's, he's those really those those points are replaceable to me. But with who? You still got AO. AO's been solid. Um AO's been solid. He could still step up and give you that between that 15 and 20. Like Caruso can get still give you at least 10. And then whoever you trade for as a big, those if hopefully it's a big, them lobs. Or even if you don't even get a big, even get somebody like Marcus Morris who can at least guard. You know, I'm I'm not fully for Marcus Morris because fuck that nigga. But um but at the same time, I, I see why niggas play. want Marcus Morris. I see why yes. niggas want Marcus Morris on the team. So, like, if you just get a four who can at least make it where you can play small against certain teams and have that switchability, it works. Because, like, Kobe's good offensively, but it's like, gee, the Bulls were scoring really well offensively before him. Before yeah. he got here. Before he, before he came yeah, back. Yeah, I just think, I think you need... I think you need Kobe White as a person for energy off the bench. He's just one of those. Like he's a very streaky person. Don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? Extremely streaky, but energy wise, like Caruso go get that energy defensively, right? He don't give me that energy. And Ao, he's definitely Ao is definitely a good energizer, especially at home. They love this nigga at home because you know he's from here, from the crib. But but it all depends, bro. In a setting. When you going against Brooklyn, when you going against Philly, when and if if so happily you see the Bucks, can you trust that? You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's the same thing for Kobe, but I can trust Kobe more because three years in the league, you know, got it. But I don't know. I don't know. Okay, you give Kobe up what? Because you need a Miles Turner. You need a you need a a good big. The only person you'll probably get Kobe White up for is the White. <laughs> like or DeAndre Jordan, like you. And need... thing is, I would have tra- if I'm, I'm trading De- DeAndre. DeAndre Jordan's about to get cut. <laughs> then that nigga is it's just time. Like a Stephen Adams or uh, I heard Nurkic. I heard Nurkic is on the market. From don't they got a max? Yeah, yeah. Let me look at that nigga yeah. contract. Well, he ain't got no max. He got close oh. to it, but he is on the market for Portland. Yeah, Port. A lot of people should be on the market for Portland, but that's a different story, a different day. But um, but I get where you're coming from, like, but in turn, like the only people who, who I personally view untouchable on this current, at least this current season, is DeRozan, Zach, depending on the offer, Lonzo. And depending on the offer of uh, Vooch, even though like literally niggas hate Vooch, right? Niggas love and hate Vooch, but we knew what we was getting. That nigga is not a defend- defender. He's a rebounder, offensive-ass center, plain and simple. Right. But, and I've been saying we need a rim protector. Niggas keep saying, add Dame. Dame is, who's Dame guarding? At least on the Bro, perimeter. Especially, especially in the East with so many guards and niggas like Greek Freak, especially, wants to switch on Dame. Like, exactly. That's my point. Like, think, G, niggas I need think, to understand. Like, it'd be different if we already had a 
an already bolstered front court that we can make up for, then I can kind of see it. But right now, no. Like, gee, I don't, like this is my issue with niggas is not niggas is thinking about adding firepower, but the biggest weakness on the Bulls because Bulls perimeter defense wise is solid. It just sometimes when KD says no, it's just it's if KD and James Harden and sometimes Kyrie say no, it's nothing you can do. But you hope in a seven game series you can get the you can at least minimize a couple of them because Caruso Lonzo's on the court a majority of the time, but. We need a big who can rim protect so that way at least when you could give Vooch that moment where it'd be like, all right, G, look, it is what it is. You can't play. But I can at least have this nigga out here to protect the rim. That's the least yeah, I now, need. I was thinking, like, if you want to shop and you can't find a big that's worth your price, you got to get next back things and people like Robert Covington you got to get next best thing. Yeah, that's what and I mean. People, like a a, a a versatile power forward who can at least yeah. make it where you can play small. Yeah, you know, you get somebody like Robert Covington. Robert Covington probably ain't going to guard the the five 100% of the time. But when you're going against Brooklyn and they're not going to play uh, what's-his-face the whole entire time. Um, Claxton. What's his name? Claxton. Claxton the whole entire time. And you got KD technically running the five or the, younger, the other younger nigga. Uh, I forgot his name, too. If you got him running the five, you need somebody like Robert Covington who's going to, you know, not only give you good defense, but also going to run in that fast break, be able to hit a, a corner three for you or something like that. So you need something like that. Oh, um, Nurkic's contract I'm, is more affordable than I thought. It's only $12 million. Who, who, Robert Covington? No, uh, Nurkic. Yeah, Nurkic. Nurkic? I'm about to look I'm at Covington Robert Covington now. getting $12 million ain't affordable, my nigga. It's a lot of money. Uh, but... Like, I'm pretty sure the Pelicans are shopping. They players except for Brandon Ingram and uh, Devontae Graham. So, you can look at that. Uh, you look at – if Karen Reddish was on the market and the Bulls ain't doing nothing, that's wild, bro. I think um, it was more shocking that they actually did it. Because with, with the Cam sure, Reddish – This getting, is the thing. I'm pretty sure it, – it's not – Oh, I uh, it Robert Covington is getting $13 million, by the way. That's hilarious. I find it weird that, and I'm sorry for bringing in that trade interjection, and we'll come back to the topic. But I find it weird that that Atlanta let that go to New York, and I, I don't even think it was as a rivalry or anything like that. For a, it had to be for that that 2020 pick because Kevin Knox and Solomon ain't doing it. You know what I'm saying? I thought Unless Solomon thinking, Hill was on the Hawks. What you mean? I mean, I mean Kevin Knox and um. It was somebody else. It was Kevin Knox and uh, Wait, my Kevin bad. Knox Solomon Hill got Solomon Hill real. got traded. Solomon Hill got traded for for with with Cam Reddish oh, for yeah. Kevin Knox, a 2022 pick, and um, who the fuck else was it? Because why did not even say Kevin Knox, which was fucking hilarious? Gee, that's why I'm like, yo, I'm like Kevin Knox is in the trade. <laughs> I have to find out myself. Oh, <laughs> Kevin Knox is in the trade. <laughs> I have to find out myself. So I really did. Um, uh, where is it? It's in the headline, but not in the tweet. They bogus as hell. <laughs> bro, they didn't say none of the Knicks players. They just said Kevin Knox, bro. Hold on. Let me look at this. They be specific. 
Bro, he put that shit in the comment section. Yeah, the Knicks sent. The Knicks sent for Kevin Knox in a 2022 first round pick. Oh, so it's just Kevin Knox. Yeah, Kevin Knox for Hawks for a reddish heel and in a second round pick in 2025. Okay, unless unless. It was a situation where it was on both parties. Both parties came and said, this is the only reason I can understand that. Both parties came and said, we want to, we, you know, if you want to leave, Cam, you know, let us know a place you want to go. And we can see a deal that we can get. Cam Reddit said, I want to play with my former teammate. Can you send me to the Knicks? That's the only thing I can see. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing I can see. But other than that, the Bulls got a better package. The Lakers... Had a way better package than for for that nigga Cam. Right? I would have I would have sent THT a package. I'm like, yes. enjoy Atlanta, nigga. Yes. Yes. Boy, he said that too. They've yes. been they've been kind of pushing that. The Laker fans were kind of pushing it. Yeah, but again, I think THT. If T, I just got my arm leg broke by Russell Westbrook. He heard what I'm about to say. I think THT getting packaged with Westbrook for a deal. I don't know who, but. It's you doing that package, you getting a star back. <laughs> You're trying to get a star back. I can I can see it happening. Um, and Dame is out the picture because that nigga's probably set for the rest of the year, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but if it's one thing that I know, Rob Palika does some fluky-ass goddamn deals. So something's like, happening. The same way with the Westbrook deal was fluky as shit. Like, this is be um, real. But like, back to the Bulls, I, just think, I don't know what the Bulls can do because everybody's going to try to get Evan Turner. So that's not just saying grab Evan Turner and Miles Gucci. Turner. Miles Turner. Miles Turner. Miles Turner. I'm say, I don't even know if Evan Turner said in the league. I'm gonna say, whoa, that nigga's ass. <laughs> Miles Turner. Um, he's gonna get booed if he come here. He's from the crib. No, he ain't. <laughs> that nigga from Peoria. Yes, he, he from the Peoria. Oh, no, that's bro. even worse. He's getting booed. I just got my Russell Westbrook just broke two fucking ankles. What the fuck? But um. On, on, like, I don't know who they're gonna get. Hopefully, it's somebody good because I hate to see the potential of this team be a first round exit. <laughs> I really I don't do. think there'll be a first round exit. No, I don't think. No, that's that's extreme. It, the, it, it really, the bull with the Bulls, Look, they situation. I want to say some things, bro. I want to say some things, right? Can they confidently beat the Bucks? They're not gonna see the Bucks in the in the first round. I'm, just, was, I'm, 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 I'm about to just start naming names. Can they confidently beat the Bucks? No. Can no. they confidently beat Brooklyn? They could take them to seven. Can they confidently beat Philly? Yes. Currently Philly. Currently Philly. If Philly gonna still have Tyrese Maxey, they ain't confidently beating Philly. I'm keeping it the buck, bro. I don't know, G. Like, literally, I could, I can live with Embiid dropping. No, my bad. You gotta, you have, you treat that team how Boston did them niggas, where you let Embiid drop forty, and you just be like, all right, G. Guard everybody else. If Philly, if Philly have my T. Stiebel still by the end of this, I don't think they beat him. I think my, I think my T. Stiebel will lock one of the dynamic duo up. I'm just saying that for sure. He locked one of going to send a nigga to heaven. He will send a nigga to heaven. We can't. We know. We ain't got to say Atlanta because Atlanta ain't gonna beat up. And this is a team I'm gonna bring up that I don't think the Bulls can confidently beat, just because as of late how they've been playing and they stars haven't. I don't think they can confidently beat Miami in a rough it seven. Game a lot series. of teams is gonna struggle <laughs> with Miami though. I'm a, a, a lot of teams is gonna struggle with healthy Miami. Gee, I, don't well, think, I think Miami is gonna struggle too because they don't have, they still don't have that that go-to guy in the playoffs that's okay. gonna get you. Jimmy going, Jimmy going to get attraction and fouls. 
Bam is going to be Jimmy able to work in the paint. <laughs> What'd you say? If Jimmy's healthy, that nigga played 15 games, I think. That nigga got a max contract and only played. They 15 games. Man played 40 games out of like 180 or some shit like That's that. That's nasty. Wild as fuck. Dylan <laughs> Pat, R- Pat Riley needs to lose his job, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, uh, uh, but listen, listen. All right. Perfect world, Jimmy healthy. What Miami have off that bench in Duncan and and and, and, and fucking my players in uh, Hero and Duncan and Hero and my players crazy, bro. <laughs> and a bunch of my players and a bunch of my players and Victor really Oladipo's good. corpse. <laughs> Victor Victor Oladipo about to get waved. I guarantee it. <laughs> but but that nigga kneecap is still him, folks. That shit is wild. Um, but no. I think Miami, I think if Miami loses, it's a seven-game series, bro. I think they rug at the Bulls like that. When Eric Spoelstra go out-coach my nigga, Donovan. Out-coach the fuck out of Donovan. Oh, yeah. Um, he's, I believe he's he did the, look, I can't do that. <laughs> the only, look, I expect Eric Spoelstra to be the best coach in that series. It's whether or not the Bulls' talent he's probably the best overwhelms coach it. He, he, it's between him and Budaholzer. It's between him, Buddha Hosa, and if Doc not trying to choke, to tell you the truth. So, like, <laughs> right. Doc not trying to choke, I give it them three. Doc is a, Doc is a right now in the regular season. He keep a feeling you're floating. That team don't even know when they want to do it itself. I swear, so. I swear, Embiid is carrying them niggas. <laughs> so, yeah. but but I get where you come from with the Bulls. Like, I really do. But yeah, I still see them regardless. If it depends on where they fall, where playoff wise things fall for them, I'm more confident that they can take. And this, this, I'm standing by my take that if they see the Brooklyn in the second round, I see them possibly giving they can give Brooklyn seven games and might escape. It's going to be a freaking a lot of 150, 140 ass games, but I I can it's, if, I'm a little more confident. Brooklyn, you can't you can't let that get to 150, 140. I'm sorry, the Bulls them boys have to be 90-100 games, bro. Oh, yeah. That, that too. Well, if, yeah. if, if they playing that slow, then literally I expect And that's the, the Bulls' pace. The Rosen, the Rosen pace the Rosen and Zach literally lulling the game down to that kind of nasty. Cool. And forcing, and forcing them to play iso ball, which will be the death of Brooklyn. Yep. Literally the death of Brooklyn will be forcing them to play iso ball. You win that series. I just don't see it happening. I see Kyrie getting surgical. I see Kyrie being the best player on the court come that series. And you, that's uh-huh. another which, thing. That's why I so said another thing. Think, if the Bulls were smart, you tried to keep this number one seed. You want four <laughs> games. No, no, wait, no. I'll take that back. You want you might as well just let Brooklyn take the number one seed so that way you get three games at home and Kyrie's going for four. Now the best bet is also if Lori Lightfoot say, hey. If you ain't got to, if you ain't vaxxed up at all, you can't do shit. They don't. They don't have to listen to. They don't have to listen to. I know. Uh, yeah, I know. They said the five K thing is hilarious. I'm like, gee, yeah. His- but no, like other players don't have to listen to other COVID guidelines from other cities. They they just announced that at home. No, they been never have to listen to. Wait, the Kyrie playing everywhere but home. Kyrie's I thought they, say Kyrie, I thought they, they said, said that they only got to pay that fine if they if he wants no, to. No, they no, they can't pay that. That fine don't exist. The rule is so the rule for that fine. The rule for that fine is if the rule is to have them like if New York says 
they can't play if they're unvaccinated, then they can't play. The team cannot pay that fine. That's the rule on that end. Oh. But Kyrie, Kyrie can play anywhere because he don't have to listen to their mandate mandates because he don't live in that city. I could have. Oh, that, that must have been why my homie was like because everybody, he said everybody on the LA Lakers is not vaccinated. No, I thought the Lakers is hundred percent. No, I don't think the Lakers was 100% vaccinated, bro. They said they were 100%. And then I don't believe everybody that went to – everybody who actually played a game at the Lakers at the at, at the uh, crypto arena huh, is vaccinated. You can't guarantee that. Andrew Wiggins have played games when he hasn't been vaccinated. Andrew said he's vaccinated. He wasn't vaccinated at the beginning of the season. He's, no, he said he got vaccinated before the season started. Legit. I thought he. I thought he set out a whole. I don't know. Either way, He's been Kyrie. He, he, he said he Kyrie got can play um, in other people's cities. So even if the Bulls, because I don't like Indiana. I don't know if Indiana got a vaccination protocol. Hell no. Is it geez. Indiana? Don't give Bro, a damn about shit. I deliver in Indiana. Bro, I'm they don't wear think, masks. You don't think Milwaukee? You don't think Milwaukee will have one too? He played in Milwaukee. Uh, it goes to. If they get a road game in Toronto, if Kyrie is playing in Toronto, then it don't matter. That's how that that's that's the thing right there. We gotta see if Kyrie plays in Toronto. If he plays in Toronto, it don't matter because Toronto not even allowing fans. Yeah, they had an empty arena. I, in, yo, they went like they went from tall, saying bro. half to literally like cut that shit off, <laughs> cut it, jail and sell. Yeah, so it that's the way. But I think. Like I said, I think Kyrie, other than, you know, K, KD is going to be a guaranteed 30. If it's ugly, if it's not, it's a guaranteed 30. I think yeah, Kyrie like, I was, got I was KD to be KD regardless. It's, it's easier to guard Harden in the playoffs than it is to guard Kyrie and Kevin Durant. They're eviscerating your fucking lineup. Because ain't nobody stopping until they make a good trade. Ain't nobody stopping Kyrie from getting under the basket, bro. You can't, you, you can't find that. I just tried to shoot a shot with Big Country. You can't find that. You can't find that. So that's how I feel. I but I like the Bulls. I think they can be. I think they a good first round guarantee win. Second round, you know, RIP. You know what I'm saying? RIP. So. But my thing, and I said this before season even started. The Bulls window is open now. So even if they. If they don't win this year or get as far as I think they can, I'm not gonna be mad because I feel like they still oh. going into going into that next next season, win or lose, they they're gonna be even better. All I'm gonna say is this: Nikola Jokic. Hey, <laughs> Nikola Jokic. They get Jokic. They get Jokic. That fixes all of them win a championship. I still they, say there's a chance. Reason I say there's a chance, and they still can lose. Because Milwaukee has a great big three with chemistry. That's the difference between all the other big threes, bro. <laughs> a great big three with chemistry. Milwaukee wins. Now, I, I still got Milwaukee winning the chip. So, Milwaukee beats a team of the Bulls with Jokic. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Because who's stopping Greek Freak? Regardless, look, we're at a point where there, there's no such thing as stopping Greek Freak. And we're, then, look. We're, I'm sitting on a podcast right now. I apologize, Chris Middleton. I said he couldn't be it. I said go get Bradley Beal. Never mind. Certified bucket. Certified bucket. Certified. 
They told that, bro, they started playing so crazy in the first half. My nigga Gary Payton said, yeah, I got back tightness. I ain't going to be able to do it this game, bro. <laughs> ain't gonna be to do it. Certified bucket, bro. But Limited Curry ass to twelve. Wesley Matthews. Hey, the fa- Wesley Matthews in a Bucks jersey is a different player. <laughs> By the way, he him when he's in a Bucks jersey, he's like, oh, okay. Like any other team is like, this nigga can't hit a three worth a damn. They had my man Grayson Allen guarding the post when Looney in that bitch. Well, Kevin Looney is Kevin Looney. Kevin Looney let you got Kawhi break his ribs. Up, Kevin Looney let Le- Kawhi break his ribs. G, I, 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 I can't honor him, bro. Can't honor, bro. bro. You gotta win your matchups, bro. You gotta win your matchups. Uh, but yeah, who's next? Uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and move on to. Uh, since we're on East, let's continue talking East. Uh, Ben Simmons updates. Uh, <laughs> he said, "Fuck that team. I'm not. I'm not moving. I'm so, not budging." Ben Simmons. Darren Moore said Russell Westbrook ain't worth the damn to me. Yeah. So for one, this situation like it was quiet. It's literally this. Each time I think about, it, I'm like, it's been two, three weeks. We haven't done about Ben Simmons. Then we get yeah. Ben Simmons news. So Ben Simmons and Rich Paul walked in the office to uh with Elton Brand. And by the way, I think Elton Brand is probably the worst GM of all time. And Daryl Morey trying to fix Elton Brand's mess. Um, and Pretty much it just led to, look, trade me. Darryl Moore says no. Ben Simmons and Rich Paul walk out. God bless your ministry. So so as updates, as Tyler said, Darryl Moore does not believe Westbrook is a formidable (laughs) player for Ben Simmons, which is fucked up. (laughs) He said John Collins ain't worth a damn. And John Tobias Harris. Con- yeah, I'm, I'm saying straight. I'm saying no to the bonus and John Collins too, bro. To keep it 100. percent Yeah, like yeah, Sabonis. And, it's just construction wise. I just don't see how John Collins Sabonis work with MB. Like John Sabonis Collins more Sabonis. I can see, but Collins no. So, bro, John Collins is Ben Simmons without the playmaking, and uh, I just got dunked on by Westbrook. Westbrook is so fucking crazy on this team, and he doing a rock about baby. I, I gotta get my point back. <laughs> but Ben Simmons, I mean, John Collins is Ben Simmons. Oh, shit. That fucking will change help defense. Um, John Collins, is, yeah, it's like we just want more athletic ability, technically. No, confident. No, not even athletic, confident at scoring ability. Right. Like, that's it. And then the, the Bontek Sabonis is Ben Simmons without the athletic ability and defense. So... You, what you really getting? Shit. Like, the price of the brick is too high, but that's the thing about trading somebody who's still on a rookie extension. Like, you don't know. The ceiling is so high for Ben Simmons that every team is playing a coin flip. Because we know what Ben Simmons do good. That that's not just that. That's just untangible. It's his defense, right? Any team put Ben – any contender with Ben Simmons, you know what I'm saying, on a team – Automatic W. And you can't you can't deny that block twice by this nigga, bro. You can't deny that. Now, if you go to a lottery team or a team that's not in the lottery, somebody like a somebody like a Orlando or or if you go around there, like who do you get back? They picks 
You get you get them Ben Simmons. They 2024 pick ain't gonna be that good, my nigga. <laughs> like, like you give now, there's places you can't talk. You know what I'm saying? But the price, the price of the brick is too high. Like ideally, you can give them to somebody like the Clippers. The Clippers become a great team, but the Clippers lost all their picks. And they ain't got a star they can give up. You give them to somebody like the Pelicans. The Pelicans ain't got they got picks. But what can you give up at star level? Can't give them to you lost the Atlanta lost Cam Reddish. So the deal that you could have probably packaged him with, that ain't happening. And then Atlanta, two playmakers like that. Eh. So where did he go? Warriors not going to give up Wiseman because they think they got an unbeatable team. And they probably want to ask for Wiseman. They fuck around and ask for Wiseman and Clay on some bullshit. <laughs> um, I would. Like, I, I like, would. Lakers, you don't want THT and, and Westbrook. Understandable. Dame is too loyal. Like too a, loyal like a woman in a Tyler right Perry now, so. movie. Um, um, <coughs> like, <coughs> where, like, where did he go? And that's nowhere. Like Sacramento Kings, one, one team. The Raptors, Van Fleet is playing good, but can you think Ben Simmons take you to the next level as a young team? I don't know. If you give Van Fleet and some of their picks, is it worth Ben Simmons? That's the thing that you're looking at, right? But if they ain't gonna be, if they ain't gonna be afraid to shoot it. Defensively, I had this talk with. This is why I'm not on the 2K Reddit. I had this talk with niggas when I showed them Van Fleet when the defense was crazy in this game, and they nerfed it like six times since. Uh, I had to show them like Van Fleet got up and blocked my fucking six eight, fucking slashing shooting guard. He got up and blocked my shot. The nigga six one. Oh, he's an elite two guard. My nigga to other two, like to other ones at that. Like he ain't, Fleet's he ain't a good guard. Def- he's a good point guard defender, but he's not like he, he a good he a good Muggsy Bowles, Allen Iverson type when they lead the league in steals. I'm behind you, I'm gonna tap the ball. Like, come on, but either way, either way. Is he that plays worse? smart for his size. Exactly. Yeah, is he's that a worse? smart defender. Is that what smart and I'm doing it like this. I'm calling up. Calling up Brooklyn. I'm sitting down with this nigga. I'm sitting down with KD. And I'm asking him, which one you rather giving up? Harden, which is owner, which is which is which he has a player option at the end of this season. Harden or Kyrie? Let me know now. That's what I'm doing. You give me if Daryl Moore, who's good, who got Harden number, who gave Harden everything the nigga he wanted wants on that Harden team. that. That nigga wants Harden, G, badly. Now he don't want Harden that bad because he could have had him for Ben Simmons in the beginning. We, of we know, we know, we know that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess he had an England. Ben Simmons was gonna come back, which somebody laughed at him. Um. Oh, Mitch Richmond, God damn it. Um, but I'm at like that's the only team I can say that you'll get us like shit back from is Brooklyn. That's it. And I don't think they're going personally. I really don't. I don't think Brooklyn. I don't think they're going for it. It, it really just depends Unless because out, you have to outright fail this season. It's not even just somebody. fail. Like to me, with Brooklyn, it's like you have to. If you have an inkling that Harden is not going to come back, it's just like that feeling where he's like, you just he, know, like he's not going to come back. I was it's just like you get something. You just maximize what you can get. Just 
literally you you could turn you could turn them into something and the good thing is somehow some you can finesse the way Kyrie can play that's that's the best you can do he's playing <laughs> you don't gotta finesse the way Kyrie can play because you got fucking Ben Simmons <laughs> you got fucking Ben Simmons hold on I'll be back. Yep. but yeah so it's just Ben Simmons is just it's just so stupid and then it's funny, just back to the Westbrook, how Der- that the fact that it says Daryl Moore does wants no parts of Westbrook, and it's like, gee, you traded for the nigga before. <laughs> and it wasn't like the Rockets was bad with him. <laughs> they were pretty damn good. Because <laughs> yeah, didn't they make, did they make it to the, was it the semifinals? They made to the second the round, they made it to the second round in the bubble, and then LeBron and them said, stop defending Westbrook threes. Oh, yeah. They said, and that's fucked up because that came back to bite them in the ass. I Which just is hilarious because it's like, like y'all really like, had a game plan against this nigga. And now you yeah signed. we see the yeah we see the memes. It's like we see we see the memes. So it's just like even though I think West they realized Westbrook could shoot corner threes, but it's just if he shoots a three anywhere else, guard, don't guard that nigga. But um, letting them get to the corner. Apparently not in this fucking game. Oh yeah, gee, look, look. I think I have Westbrook on my current league team, G. That nigga makes yeah. timely threes. It's beautiful. But um, what was I about to say? Oh, yeah, but Daryl Morey just wanted no parts of what is just hilarious. It's just with Ben Simmons is so fucking complicated. It's, it's complicated to get what you feel like would be fair value. I think trying to get a superstar or consistent all-star back is unrealistic right now, especially because he's not on the court. It's just no. Or... But he... This is the thing. This is the thing. If Ben Simmons last year even averaged 15, he would have been traded by now. But Ben Simmons tanked his own trade value. So there's no suitable suitors but fucking contenders who's not going to give up their main core unless his name is Russell Westbrook. So you're in a situation. Because let me tell you something. If Ben Simmons averaged 15, you can get anybody but Zion. If Ben Simmons averaged 15, hey, I'll give you Shaq Gillis Alexander. If Ben Simmons averaged 15, I can give you De'Aaron Fox and Tyler Halliburton. If Ben Simmons averaged 15, they will have that. I'll give you De'Aaron Fox and fucking. I give you De'Aaron Fox whoever you want. Buddy Hill, I give you Buddy Hill too. Ben Simmons averaged 15, I'll give you CJ McCullough and NA Anthony, whatever his fucking name is. Anthony Simmons? Yeah, Anthony Simmons. He's been balling in garbage, in garbage situations lately, so shout out to him. And that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you give me Ben Simmons, that's what I'm giving you. But that's if he averaged at least fucking 15. He ain't do that. So you sit here looking shitty. It, 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 like, the only place in the deal is going to get done, most likely, is Timberwolves. But what the fuck the Timberwolves got? Because you said no to your big two. You know? So what else? I, they probably got a shit ton of picks, you know, because fucking Timberwolves. They put up a lot of the. They put up a lot of their other players, but I think Philly told. I think they said Philly insider said, "No, nah, we don't want none of them either." Because a lot of their role players is ass. Yeah, so I I kind of I get that. They don't want. I, I get there? it, and it's like literally like I like, and then D'Lo is just so unhealthy. Like you already got to worry about Embiid health. D'Lo. I don't remember the last time D'Lo played 60 games. Man. It's funny. I don't even know where he, he at now. Seem like the, he's, yeah, I think he's just out. 
Like I remember seeing on COVID protocol, but I haven't seen him since. So perfectly he's okay, but I haven't seen him since. So it's like, and I think I've been said that in Daryl Morey's mind, he'll probably want fucking Anthony Edwards. And if I'm Timberwolves, no, especially because we're no, under new not. ownership. We're under new ownership. Nigga, I got young MJ on my team. Nigga, fuck out my face. Exactly. Like I'm under new. We're under new ownership. A Rod in the game said, "Hey, we lit." They'll probably trade Cat before they trade Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Cat looks like he's getting traded next season. Probably. Shout out to Have Fun in Phoenix with uh, with your boy. Collision. I, I said it last year. No, I, I think I said it when uh, DeAndre Aiden didn't get the extension. That nigga's about to be in fucking a Timberwolf. Have fun. Minnesota. So Go from one it's weird crazy. state That's to another. That's the most consistent player, too. It really is, but... Cat getting cat getting passes from Chris Paul to probably make his life a little bit easier. And Chris Paul might tell his ass to get this big ass in the paint. So but um but yeah, overall though, um what was about to say. But Ben Simmons is just that it's it's the update is it's complicated, literally. They in the Phantom uh, Zone right now. Ain't no escape. Man. That's <laughs> fucked up. Well, that's a real accurate comparison. Uh Warriors and Clay. The Warriors is currently on a two-game losing streak, getting clapped both games, <laughs> literally getting their ass blown out. But the positive in all of this is Clay is back. Uh, they did outright win the game against the Cavaliers in his return game, and then they begin their ass kick since. So uh, we're all happy to see Clay back, of course. Uh, when that nigga did go up and dunk, I was like, "Yo, uh, my nigga, do you not care?" But I understand you got to take chances and show people you back. And I'm happy for Clay. Um, but since then, he's been shit. And the Warriors have been shit. And since uh, Steph Curry literally broke that record, he's been shit. So the Warriors are just in a tight spot in the current point in the season. But um, And Draymond is out, too. Draymond had COVID, and then he's out with calf issues lately. So they in a rough spot right now. I think they play the Bulls. Tomorrow, yeah, they play them tomorrow night. Yeah, I think the they play them tomorrow. at the United Center too. Yeah, because they were just in Milwaukee, so road trip wise, yeah, they yep. coming here. So then another, tough another game in itself. Another thing about the Warriors, um, as far because I still believe that Draymond, like, regardless of what they do this season, I think Draymond he may be playing his last season with them. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. Point, no. They don't have they don't have a facilitator if they give it a, you see it now. They don't have a facilitator. Yeah, that's true, but I don't I think down the line they're gonna be still looking to get, you know, slight a little bit more younger. And then, you know, if that Ben Simmons trade ever does pop back up with them or anybody that can that can kind of fill that spot for them, I think they, they're gonna go for it. Especially if uh, I don't, I don't know. know. I, reason I say reason I say that is just because unless you show me something that can win me a championship now, why get rid of Draymond? There's no better help defender in the league right now. He probably is the best defensive player in the league right now. There's there, you can't take him like there's no value for Draymond right now that you can say I'm winning a championship. Like you know what I'm saying? So that's why I look at it. The Warriors are collapsing right now because of Draymond not being in the court. They yep. leave facilitator, they best defender. 
Like, he's in the leading runner for defensive player of the year for a reason. Like, what? Yeah. What? And if they lose that next season or go away from that next season, you might as well be content with Steph Curry being the fucking sixth HT his own entire his stint with the Warriors. You know what I'm saying? So I can I can understand where you're coming from from that. It's just it's not likely in a sense of what Draymond does with that team. I think unless Draymond has a drastic fall off, that turn that jersey gets tucked up in the Raptors via you know retirement with the Warriors. I don't see Draymond even fitting anywhere else because they're gonna add they're gonna have an offensive demand for Draymond that he's not gonna be able to fulfill. So um, the only other team I could really see him fitting with is possibly the Bulls. <laughs> hey, my man. Look, Rich Paul is that nigga. Rich Paul is that nigga agent. Uh, tell what's that nigga name that the GM or president of basketball for the Warriors? Tell him. Bye, give you your money, or I'll see you in a. I'll see you with. I'll, I'll team up with LeBron. He getting his money. Yeah. <laughs> he also, his money. breaking this, news: the Nets nigga, just got fucking scraped by the Thunder. Nigga, they got the nigga. They getting the. They gonna build a clutch army over there in goddamn LA. Ain't nobody want to see that. Uh, imagine you seeing AD. Imagine you seeing AD and, and Draymond defending you. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Oh man. Oh shit. That's that's a scary sight too. <laughs> it's a fucked up scary sight. The only person that hurt me that I would see them them pe- they were probably shot. Wiseman and Clay. If Clay can't come back to at least being averaging. 15, 18. Not even, no, not even 15 because he's doing that now. Get, I need 19. No, he. that's an ugly 15. That's a, I'm giving you 14, 14 shots a game, 15. Which is nasty. An ugly ass but 15. Like, right but now, still, I need right 19. Now, I need 19. Oh, you need 19? <laughs> I need 19. I'm sorry. You, you're getting $200 million from me. <laughs> like right now, Clay was three from 11. Yeah, that's – I'm giving you um, – I'm giving you crazy shots. You got a shot to Curry. KD did it. I don't even think KD played. Shit. No. Curry. They got straight. They got, Curry got it was 130, Holy 109. Curry got, bro, Curry was 4 for 11. For three. He's been, he's been having one of them, them super slumps again. Andrew Wiggins was their leading scorer. <laughs> Uh, shout out to All Star Andrew Wiggins, by the way. But I see Clay probably getting shipped because of because <laughs> of funny as fuck. Uh, there's money in Clay that ain't in the rest of them. You know what I'm saying? Clay yeah. get you. Clay, Clay, Clay get you money. I'm drawing mute for a second. The NBA is so weird. That's, that that just kind of surprised. But they they clearly lost. I'll, well, I got to see see how they how they lost. But KD didn't play, so or didn't have no points at least. No, he didn't play. There's no minutes. So yeah, I'm like KD probably didn't play. They were probably like, all right, bro, sit your ass down, bro. It be that way sometimes. But um. I don't know. I just brought that up because depending on how how things go for them the rest of the season, whether they make it to the finals or not, I just thought that was something to think about at least. 
Yeah. But yeah, but it's like I don't think they're trading Draymond because it's like his, his value for that team is just it's perfect. It's perfect. Like trading him does them no good, no good at all. Um, but uh, so we can even wrap up NBA shit. Um, small ball Lakers. They went on a four game winning streak. There and they go from winning four in a row, then to losing two in a row badly and I'm I'm in it's watchable basketball but it's like Jesus Christ teams finally figured out like hey LeBron is not going to run protect drive the niggas to hell but shout them league monk G that is the star yeah, he's of the league monk and LeBron literally just saying if we're going to lose I'm dropping 30 LeBron is funny and say he like look we're going LeBron to LeBron looking at rapper man name on the all time list right now bro that's all he care about. <laughs> I th- no, I thought he's no he's out no no he is about to pass uh Carmelo yeah he's, his goal is literally to pass Carmelo this season and get set himself up for the next couple year and a half that's his goal right now he's like we're not if we're going to lose I'm getting my 30, 35. I don't know about you niggas uh but Folks. in the midst of this recent at least a recent stretch. Uh, I like what I see at least from like the small ball aspect. Um, I just kind of wish Vogel played Dwight Howard when it's needed. Because <laughs> sometimes he just mellow at the five. It should never happen. <laughs> ever. Ever. Ever, ever. Like Melo is not a smart enough. Melo's so fucking bad on defense, bro. It's, it's so horrible. It's so horrible. It's like, you can't put that nigga at the five and then expect... And then you can't put Dwight because Dwight get these dumbass fouls, bro. Yeah, that, that's the main issue with Dwight, but it's just like, I'd rather take my chances, bro. I'd rather take my fucking chances, G. Because Melo, you can't have long stretches of Melo at the five minutes because LeBron is already at the five and he's already doing the best he could. But, um, but yeah, it's just AD. It's like, it's it gives me hope to see that Okay, when AD comes back, things can work because at least part time LeBron five is possible, and then just AD just just needs to play better defensively. That's really all I ask for: just play better defensively altogether. Um, but I still feel like if they can find something for Westbrook, do it because <laughs> it's just I it, it, right now at least the past two games it's just been bad to see this nigga has been, literally been shit. I don't know. Arguably, the past it's fucked three. up. You can't trade. You can't trade Westbrook to Sacramento now. You can't. Is what they said about that man. Gee, they put. Yep. They said that ice cold <laughs> MVP. Gee, <laughs> you got to do the man like that. Um, but yeah, it's Look, just involve some teams. Send them back home. Send them back to OKC. They will eventually buy him out two years later. He gonna retire. No, because I think next year is the final year of that contract. But um, but yeah, the, but the point being, like, I will if you can send him back home, do it. He might be happy there, and then just the wild thing about Westbrook is something about him on bad teams that work better. Cause he gets to play his way. Exactly, like he's limited, and it's like he's limited, but not limited at the same time because it's just like, bro, if you just play with some more control it'd be better but it is what it is but he's been bad the past three games and cringy bad and if nobody else on that team is going to score it's really bad to watch but 
they've been watchable. That's all I will say. They've been more watchable. Um, I'm just hopeful to see how things look when AD comes back. That's mm-hmm. it. I think when AD comes back, they're going on a nice streak towards the end of the season, get to like a nice six, fifth seed, they think they nice and they roll the six. dice there. Teams better pray they trade Westbrook, though, unless your name is Phoenix and the Golden State. Because if they gain any type of chemistry in the playoffs, scary. It's just scary. This, that team, that's what kind of what that team lacks at the moment is chemistry because of health. So if that team ever gets to that point, scary. Now, I'm not saying it's championship scary, but it sure is. You walk into Utah, see them boys packing. Donovan Mitchell say, I don't think I can win a championship here, scary. So, <laughs> look at it that way. Yeah, I I can see that. Uh, shout out to the jerk taco man. Because this big-ass platter they gave us is fucking wild as shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, throw that, throw that money in the uh, group chat, G. I need to see it. I'm just curious. This motherfucker... This nigga, I see why all the hood niggas go to this place, bro. You get your money's worth. You do. I've yeah, had your taco men in a minute, but them portions be beloved. Now, insane. I was like, why does burrito cost so much? Yeah, I, I can see why a burrito costs that much. How much was the burrito? I don't remember. The burrito was like fucking probably like $15. Ain't bad. That must probably thick. Pause. Like, gee. Like, your burrito man doing a stuck dizzle. But, yeah, so with the Lakers, it just it is what it is. Like, come playoff time, I think they'll probably perform at their best. But we said that last year. Uh, injuries. <laughs> yeah, injuries, too, of course. You don't expect AD's freaking groin to explode. So, it would be that way. But I think AD comes back. I think they get settled in. Like, I think by All-Star weekend, they get settled in. And plus, some type of move is going to happen. They're going to figure something out. So, um, and plus the buy market is going to be really interesting as well. Like that's one like, people keep forgetting the buy market going to be interesting. Uh, we already talked about the Cam Reddish trade uh, and Bobo trade got voided. <laughs> I don't know what happened with that nigga. Bro, <laughs> he just, I think I saw him on the court the other night. So I was like, oh, okay. Then they say he traded the next day. I was like, okay. Then the trade gets voided. I'm like, bro, what the fuck happened? <laughs> The Nuggets really wasted two picks in the, in the same draft on niggas who injuries are preventing them from being great. <laughs> so Bobo was probably never going to be as good as he wasn't going to have a higher son than MPJ. Yeah, I'm sorry, um, but it kind of sucks to see what's going on because uh, you know his name legendary. But if it's one thing your father's biggest weakness was being anorexic, you should probably be like, damn, I shouldn't be anorexic. So that's up to him, though. Yeah, that's true. So, but uh, let's go ahead. That's it for basketball this week. Um, Day trail, we got UFC events coming up. So I'll let you cook on that. We've been telling every time we go on a podcast, we talk about the next big fight that's coming up. Finally, it's here. There's a fight night tomorrow, I think, but that don't matter. January 22nd, 
uh, Fresh Nagano versus Chirogan. Dana White is praying that Chirogan wins because Fresh Nagano about to have contract negotiations. And he said he ain't paying, he ain't fighting for five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars no more. So Dana White gonna break the bread. Uh, Dana White foresaw the future, so he upped them pay per view prices. A pretty penny, <laughs> something that uh, I'm not paying for, nor putting money on. So uh, shout out to everybody in Russia who gonna have that stream up because I will be there. Um, <laughs> but. That site that I sent y'all got the site, got the shit on there too. Nah, Tyler, that site about to die real soon, G. I'm telling you, that site is going to die. <laughs> it probably is. They always do. Exactly. That's my point. You enjoying that site, literally. I'm like, bro, just just continue giving me my, tw- my 15 a month, bro. <laughs> That's yeah. I'm but, again, oh my God, these nachos different. Um, <laughs> I can tell he was <laughs> he's engulfing them joints. Man, look, bro. These bitches here. But no. Uh, Francis Nagano said he wants boxing. He want to be able to do boxing fights and MMA fights along with not getting paid the money that he get paid. So, Conor McGregor was the biggest curse for that company. Because these fighters got voices now. Not, not caring how much money they make, they got voices. Um, which they should. And they're using them. Which they should. So, shout out to that. Um, the rest of the card don't matter because we talked about it a lot. Another big fight got announced. Kobe Covenant. Versus Jorge Masvidal. That shit going to rock. Former teammates. Head to head. I've given that to Kobe Covington. He's just a different breed. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, Israel and, fights um, next month. What would you say? Israel fights next month. In Israel fight next month. Israel wins. That's pretty much. That's been your UFC talk. I apologize. The jerk taco man put his foot in it. And uh, <laughs> this shit is different. Okay? It's different. Yeah, he got it. some homemade tortilla chips. These are not Doritos. I repeat, these are not Doritos. These bitches are flames. Um, But yeah. Alright. So, that's UFC. On to wrestling. Uh, and a last lot time we recorded, on. a lot has happened. Tony Khan pretty much told uh, what's her name, what happened, and I, I said what I said on wrestling Twitter for the past weekend in regards to that, so I'm done talking about that. So, But still, I think Tony Khan still didn't delete that tweet. Um, a lot of shit just have been happening regarding to re- like wrestling as a whole. Just as a whole on social media. Uh, especially Kenny Omega being called a pedophile. <laughs> No, I kept hearing about that, but I didn't bother to look Bro, into it. Bro, so, so. Just, just to break down the Kitty Omega pedophile thing. So, I think he was happy that uh, Shiho, Riho, no, Riho, I think it's her name. The little Japanese uh, wrestler in AEW, the first the, the first uh, women's champion. Uh, I think she won a big match or something. So, posted a picture, like, I think it was a picture that was posted of them together, like, when she was younger, when Kenny, when Omega was in Japan, of course, because he was that dude in Japan. So, 
Then fans just commenting, talking crazy and shit. And then Kenny just got fed up and told one dude's like, hey, bro. No, you know, dude said he looked like a pedophile. Like, that's a little girl. That Why they doing Kamehameha poses and shit? <laughs> no, nuclear home. Folks said that shit looked weird. Yeah, he did say it would look weird. And then some and Kenny Omega fan was trying to defend it. He was like, no, I'm not coming at anything about Kenny Omega. I'm just saying that shit look weird. You're like, you're a grown man doing Kamehameha waves. Then Kenny Omega proceeded to say, that look like a little girl in your picture. You a pedophile. Oh, yeah. You're like, that's yeah. my daughter. <laughs> and I just want to been quiet after that. And that's when shit went. Yeah, think like, up. gee. It's just wacky. <laughs> that whole situation they exchange is hilarious. Cause I'm like, bro, stop tweeting. This time you just gotta stop tweeting. That was that's that's literally my thing for AEW this past week. I mean, the past since our hiatus. Stop fucking tweeting. All the young bucks stop tweeting. They should look at young bucks. Exactly. They stopped. They stopped. <laughs> so stop can tweet it. The billionaire Booker, stop tweeting. Kenny Omega, you're on vacation. Stop tweeting. Plain and simple. But um, but yeah. So, but in regards to AEW things that happened, uh, unfortunately, I'm not so happy about uh, Hangman Page beating Daniel Bryan. I'm not really that happy about it, but it is what it is because he should have took that pin. Um, shout out to them ratings dropping again after that episode. And shout out to Jade Cargill winning the TBS belt, which we saw comp- happening. Happening that was literally a collision course from jump, but uh, and that match was doo doo, by the way. But it is what it is. But um, she's she's like she's still new. She's on. They, I think she's she still on ten months into actually being a wrestler. She's still green as shit, but but I will say this. She is somebody. She's somebody that would really be. She's built to eventually end up in the E, like for real, for real. Just off her her look alone, they can, they they have more tools to build her up than AEW does, I yeah. believe. But um, as long as she continues, as long as she continues to post those lovely pictures on her Instagram, continue doing what you got to do to build your own self up, beloved. But shout out to uh, a black champion, the first, second black champion in AEW because Scorpio Sky was a tag team champion at one point. Uh, Cody has COVID, I believe. Or he's out for some type of medical reason. Uh, I think they say he's going to be back this this upcoming week. They gave this nigga interim title for no fucking reason. Exactly. I'm like, bro, that made no sense. I thought that was stupid, too. That was just beyond stupid because now... You might as well just did a number one contenders match. Which was Sammy Guevara. Right. (laughs) Like, gee, all you had to do was postpone the match. Like, that's why I'm like, bro, you, <laughs> it makes no sense. But, um, but yeah, so Cody's champ has COVID, so him and Sammy well, probably fighting for the belt. Didn't he huh? have to, uh, he had to defend the interim belt, too? Yes. He just defended this past week. He beat Goldust for it, and then he had, he just defended it against somebody. Yeah, he oh, just defended against Danny Garcia. Insert random nigga that fight on Dark most of the time here. Like, exactly, which where stupid. Sammy was defending the belt a lot of time anyway. Let's talk about that. But um, but yeah. So and then regards to AW, oh, uh, Jurassic Express and 
featuring Christian Cage uh, beat the Lucha Bros. Prayers to that one Lucha Bro who did break his fucking arm. Uh, no, he said he didn't break elbow. He didn't oh, Okay, just dislocated because, gee, that shit still look nasty. He better all praises go to God himself because that was supposed to be a break. Exactly. Yeah. He is blessed. So, but uh, shout to dude. So, prayers to him. Quick recovery. Uh, but now the whole tag team scene is looking at Jurassic Express as a stain, and I don't blame them at all. I don't. Yeah. Um,. What mm-hmm. else is going on? Oh, MJF and CM Punk is still going on. Uh, Wardlow is mad at Him MJF. and Wardlow had the, the midest match i ever seen in my life, bro. It's time to talk about it, folks. He ain't hey. got it no more. Make hey, that man. nigga become a commentator. He ain't got it no more. Part-time nigga. That man, is, that man is performing every week on both shows, I think. Or Danny every week on both shows. And literally has not had a banger. Daniel Bryan fights a nigga from fucking Dark Order and uh, has uh, uh, You can't you can't compare the goat to like three times. I know, but I'm just I'm just I'm just using it as an example. I'm just using it as an example. <laughs> Cause they're using CM Punk as a workhorse. That's a mistake in itself. <laughs> Wait, no, no, they use CM Punk as a main attraction. I don't think CM Punk wrestles every week, but he do enough. Wrestles, wrestles like he get more screen time than anybody else. Yeah, he wrestles uh, enough. That's, he wrestles enough. That's my thing. He just wrestles enough. Because it's like, at least, it's not once a week, it's every other week, damn near. He's fighting what somebody. Is this? I don't know, but gee. Hold on. Let me pull my zoom camera. Bro, yo. Step he, back. Oh, bro. Magic. All right, step back. This is Russell fucking Westbrook. It's probably hey, a bank shot. Not even a. In that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Russ? look, bro. Look, G. That 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 Russ is MVP. Russ, G. That nigga was. He stayed his mid range. Then he stayed his mid range. That's all I can say in regards to that. Um, but yeah. So, but yeah. With CM Punk, it's, it's really time for that dialogue. If you niggas get butt hurt by it, but bro, that nigga has fought nobody but mid niggas, featuring some niggas like Powerhouse Hobbs and. That, I guess that nigga literally had to slander a black woman to get back on TV. Um, Damn. <laughs> that nigga has not been on TV since goddamn CM Punk buried that nigga. And then even Taz don't use that nigga. He called his son up and shot the hook. Hook is really cool. But I still don't like the fact he no-sold a power drive. But different story, different day. But um, You don't like the fact, what? He no-sold a power driver, bro. Like dude, that is that is wild, um, but either way, hook is cool. at least be like Al. That nigga, that nigga, that nigga think, I think he did a kip up, which made it worse. Like yo, nigga, what so kind of perk you off of? Uh, but yeah, so AEW just has a lot of shit going on, but no major story. The major storyline really is MJF and CM Punk, uh, which is like. The biggest storyline, uh, I think Hangman's about to fight a returning Lance Archer because I was definitely wondering where the fuck Lance Archer been. Uh, he so you he, he, he said what he you dealing with an injury. Oh, okay, because I was like, gee, that man just disappeared. Uh, so you went from so I, at that point, like, this is why I feel like they shot they low too soon with Damn Brian because <laughs> I'm like, gee, it's like you went from 
right, G, you pinned the GOAT. So, like, yeah, G, Lance, a returning Lance Archer coming back from injury, bro. It's like, all right, bro, who else can you fight, bro? <laughs> and then who the fuck named Ryan goes against? And where the fuck is Miro? <laughs> I don't know, man. Bro, where the fuck is Miro go? It's like, it's about like to... anytime they finish doing a program for somebody, they just had them sit out. Miro should have never lost that belt. Never should. That was a hell of a title run for mine, bro. It was. Great matches, great promos. He should never lost that belt. He de- and then literally the thing is, Miro's coming in with that fire talking about he's God's chosen one, G. And Man, then he disappears. <laughs> he disappears. Because he lost the God's actual chosen, which is Daniel Bryan. So it's just like... Just that, but that shit was so... That's a fire gimmick. The way he presented it is fire. Like you gotta put that on TV, bro. Like I will watch, I watch AEW, but I will pay attention more without dipping dabbing on my phone or seeing what basketball game is on and shit like that. If, because mind you, Bulls, Bulls is fighting the uh, the the Brooklyn Nets for two quarters. Fighting for their life. So, <laughs> fighting for their yeah, life. for two quarters. <laughs> Bro, the way that game took a out the third quarter. So that was fast. the scariest run I ever seen in my life, bro. Them niggas wasn't missing. <laughs> That's what I was saying, bro. They they was getting their bench involved and everything. I'm like, bro, this shit is over with. This is this is crazy. <laughs> that game was like just watching the highlight, bro. That is that was a nasty game, bro. Like, gee, if I was there live, I've been like, all right, bro, y'all. Be- I swear, from, you are looking like all the Bulls making it competitive in this second in this third quarter. You look back up. It's- they about 16. I'm like, damn, what happened? <laughs> you, you got clap. You fucking got clap. On uh, 2K, they be like, and they're running away with me. <laughs> 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 yeah. But yeah, but back to hey, AEW, though. Uh, well, wrestling, AEW as a whole. But yeah, so that's what's going on with AEW. Just a bo- it, shit, shit happens. Also, uh, they, finally, they finally got Aleister Black on me in there, uh, Brody King. I don't know who the fuck that nigga is. That's his homie. That's all I know. Yeah. Shout out to Alistair Black being put in the stable. So that's um, the first it's, member it's the, of the uh, Hey, see, that's the, that's the first. That's the sign of you having a debut. It's AEW protocol. You got to have a stable, G. <laughs> it's fucked up. Like, I don't think WCW in the 90s, in like the mid-90s, late 90s, had these many stables, G. This is wild, bro. Everybody's involved with They the did because everybody was in the fucking NWO at one point. But still, Jay, it was still stables within the NWO, which made it worse. <laughs> like, Jay, you got to factor in this. Just even, okay, because I still remember a great deal from, even though I kind of stopped my WCW rewatch. Where I was at, it was still the NWO. You had the NWO B team because <laughs> they were just that damn big at one point. The Four Horsemen was still a thing. Uh, I think there was a uh, the what you'll call it the you had the filthy animals. No, the filthy animals wasn't there yet. Um, I'm trying to oh, think. this is before. Yeah, this is before. But even then, there was still a lot of factions in 2000 WCW. I'm trying to think. Uh, Jeff, uh, in Jeff, what's his name? Hart, Hart, not the Hart Foundation. Uh, the manager with the blowhorn. Jeff Jarrett. Uh, Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart, there we go. Thank you, Tyler. Jimmy Hart had a, a faction. I think Jeff Jarrett was about to make a faction. Um, it was it was a bunch of fucking factions. 
Yeah, it was just at at one point it was just tag. Te- it was it would literally be like just two tag teams just join together and make a faction. Literally, <laughs> then factor in tag teams at the standard, bro. You had Harlem Heat, like bro. It was still a crap ton of teams. So yeah. at, but AEW, they they're overdoing, it. and then they, they not even utilize all of these factions like that. Exactly. So, but it is what it is. But he has a faction now. So shout out to Alistair Black, and Alistair Black is nowhere near the title scene. Uh, I don't. I don't even. He, he's still fighting Cody. Let's see, like that tweet said. I don't know. He's been. He's been. No. He's been fighting uh, against uh, Brian Pillman's son for like the last couple of weeks. What the fuck? That's all I know. He been kicking the this, shit. Out I'm gonna quote this tweet that I think Tyler you posted in the group chat. So shout out to Jimmy Van. Uh, I'm just gonna at you, give you your credit here. But he says, I'm sure I get ripped for this, which I'm pretty sure you did. But it oftentimes feels to me like character development and storylines with most AEW talent is lacking and covered up by injection of surprises and renowned stars to pop the crowd. That's all you need to do, pop the crowd. One, manager, that last dynamite, there was no crowd because you can actually hear one Saturday arena. You ain't supposed to hear that. Literally nobody there. Somebody saw pictures, there was nobody there. Um, okay, I was gonna say because they do that shit to WWE every single time. They be like, "Oh, look, it's half the arena is fucking on." Like, why do we always have to post this? Like, who cares? What hell yeah, half the arena is gonna be gone when you already did a show in fucking uh, Aurora. I mean, not Aurora, uh, sh- technically Chicago, but we up in Rosemont. Then you do another show in fucking Springfield. Then you do another show in St. Louis. These are all the same motherfuckers going to this show. This is not like this is not like AEW where they do like four or five places, and and, and they only come into that one side of the fucking country like once every five months. So that shit gonna be packed as fuck. But right. or Florida, Florida. You well, anytime they Florida, come to Florida, Chicago, Florida gonna show up. Be packed, but um, but like that that shit, like yes, AEW is like magic. When Bray Wyatt finally popped the fuck up, that's what if, it's gonna be. But what you gonna do with Bray Wyatt? You have one show. This is why you just can't. This is why you just can't fucking hoard talent. Like you, you. This is what WWE did, and this is why we have this era of WWE when we saying people are underutilized because you hoard talent. And yeah, they rightfully so underutilized because they are better than the people that you put at main guys. So you're gonna have somebody like Bray Wyatt come if Bray Wyatt ever come. What he gonna step into? What he gonna be? You gonna have Jeff Hardy come? You gonna make the Hardy Boys again? Who they going against? The Young Bucks. Get beat by the Young Bucks. Get beat by New Age Undisputed Era. Undisputed Era resulted back to just a regular ass faction or Young Bucks homies. What they gonna do in the future? So like. It all depends. If they get another TV show, then yeah, it'll be easier for like storylines to become storylines. But I don't see that. They don't even do that on Rampage. Rampage is just Rampage is literally dark matches from whatchamacallit. That's why so many tag team matches. That shit is literally built like fucking universe mode for real. All right. Yep. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) But yeah, but that's it for AEW. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about WWE. So, uh, Brock Lesnar, 
pulled up at day one because uh, Rome had COVID. Rome is okay. Uh, so Brock Lesnar said, y'all going to put me in the match. I'm here. Which they did. They put him in uh, the Fatal 4-Way. Turned to a Fatal 5-Way. That match was fire, by the way. Brock Lesnar. Like it was a fun eight-minute match where involved half of it involved niggas scheming to get Brock Lesnar out the paint. <laughs> that was literally niggas was scheming. Bobby Lashley did it from jump. He said, hey, spear through the what you'll call it. Everything I imagined happened, happened. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins <laughs> schemed through the nigga. I think even Big E got some licks in. But Big E was the first one to clothesline him out the ring leading to that spear through the barricade. See, exactly. Everybody got their licks on Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar just said no. Or booking told Brock Lesnar to say no. Either way, Big E was on his way to winning the match. And then he said, no, I want to pin Brock Lesnar. And proceeds to get F5. Twice. (laughs) Twice. But he got pinned by Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar literally looked like he literally just won the belt for the first time. (laughs) Well, he reacted. And, uh... Pretty much one which teased the Bobby Lashley thing feuding. So now Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar will be fighting at Royal Rumble, which should be a really freaking good match. Bobby Lashley won it for years. Brock Lesnar did sun that nigga on the mic, which was hilarious because he said, I didn't know who the fuck you was. So shout out to the Thanos bar. <laughs> he said, if I would have saw you earlier in life, I would whoop your ass then. And we wouldn't be having this discussion. <laughs> He's he basically telling him he could have pulled up to New Japan a long time ago when Brock was in New Japan. <laughs> he said, hey, look, bro, if I saw your ass earlier, I would have whooped your ass then. I'm like, dog, I cried. But, but, uh, but yeah, so it should be a fun little you dig with that. Uh, what else? Oh, which made people wonder who the hell's who's left for Roman to fight. And they say, hey, we're going to transition Seth Rollins over to SmackDown for uh, this month. <laughs> so he can fight. So Roman Reigns asked somebody to fight. And things are just so complicated right now between both main title belts. Uh, Big E's like, hey, I'm not going to rush to get my rematch, which I'm not mad at. He's in the Royal Rumble. Uh, and yeah. So I think he's winning, but I think it's a chance. Somebody like uh, I don't know, because that, like you said, it's complicated right now. I think it, he, so he makes freaky. the most sense for him to just for him to win it. It's like because uh, especially Drew not cause, winning because Drew got some neck injury. Yeah, yeah, uh, Drew's not probably not coming back until after the uh. Either he's coming back after the Rumble, or he he's coming back after Rumble or after at this point. Yeah. I can see, I can see Damian Priest winning. I said that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, that was what I was thinking about Damian Priest. I can see Vicky, uh, but they not really set any man up to win the Rumble, which is wild. Other than like Vicky, so I don't know. It, it's it's interesting, especially. I mean, AJ is, is there. AJ possibly. I don't think AJ trying to knock that off of his list. If AJ does that, that means in like a fucking six-year run with the E, he had done everything possible. They were just talking about that, too. The only thing he hasn't done yet is one 
the intercom I mean, won the universal title. He hasn't won the money in the bank. He hasn't won a rumble. Universal title don't count. Yeah, the universal don't count. It's like it's weird. Uh, it's the count, but it money in the bank probably not happening. Royal Rumble possibility. Money in the bank ain't happening though. He's a good candidate though. Uh, in a perfect world, I would want Sami Zayn to win, but that would mean they'll have to be a, a, a face champion, and that ain't happening. We just got done having a face champion run, so it's just with Big E. So, um, my thing with the Big E one, right? I always believe the chase is better than the, the rain. Always, yes. Always, we say that. Yeah. Uh, the chase is always better than the rain. Even if your rain lasts one day, depending on how that chase was, hey, it's great. Um, I don't think he looked like a weak champion. People had wear fucking, I mean, watch wrestling with, with fucking Ypres and Roper glasses and try to critique everything they see. And they weren't saying this during the midst of his reign. They weren't saying this shit. No, people were saying he was boring. Yeah, but now people say saying that. they dropped the ball because it's WWE banter. Like, that's what they You do. know, yeah. Because the thing is, when he got the belt, it happened at a weird time. Because it was round Survivor Series. He was going yeah. to lose to Roman. Yeah. Right. So that he was going to lose to Roman. But in the midst of that, like, he still looked good because everybody was on his ass and he still won. And people say, well, he beat Bobby on a bad leg. He proceeded to beat Bobby in a cage match the next week. <laughs> uh, then Seth Rollins was on his ass. He still held his own. Kevin Owens was on his ass. He still held his own. So in the midst of all of this, he's still holding his own with. And then Brock last, I mean, Roman caught COVID. So things change. Yep. They wanted. They said that he was. They said it was a possibility he was dropping the belt to Seth anyway. Which I thought I thought that match was set up for him to lose the belt. I really did. Yeah, fatal four way. Hey, that's the strongest way you can lose the belt in the early title reign, bro. It's to somebody else. Probably just wasn't doing it. Like, like people gotta believe this is not, bro. This is not fucking everybody, each one teach one. Like, this is not that, yo. Like. Everybody at a chance is not going to have the most perfect reign with a title. Because at that point, that just means everybody, every champion is just different. Like, there's always going to be a situation where, where the E wants to put somebody else at the top because they fit better for what the direction is going with the show, people tuning in and shit like that. You put Rollins, AJ, Brock, people are going to tune in or, or, um, uh, Kevin Owens, even people are going to tune in every week to see, you know, those people. Uh, I just hit an alley oop. This is probably my fifth alley oop in this playing this game ever. Um, <laughs> people are going to tune in to see these people, but and emphasis on a B U T T. Um, when they give him money in the bank title holders, unless you a heel. Be prepared for that title reign not to be long. Pretty much. Yeah, even with yeah. even with CM Punk first won the um the money in the bank. He only held it from June to what, August? It wasn't that long. <laughs> like most of the time with the money in like, the bank is like, all right, bro, it's kind of the first put the first title situation. run for a lot of guys is a test run. Yeah. And like arguably I think he Big E did a good job. 
I wasn't mad. Like, Roman, Roman with the belt don't be having it that long. They be having to get it off of him because of fanfare. Yep. And literally, and with Roman's title reign, he's just not entering a low where it's like, but at the same time, it's like you built him off to be God. <laughs> so it's like the only person who could literally beat him is Brock. Or Big E. Or Big E, if you build it up correctly, which they're well on their way of doing. So Drew. it's just like with me, it's no reason. It's like, gee, with Big E, people being mad, no I get it. It's like, gee, I get it, but it's also like, gee, come on, relax. But overall, though, um, it is there in an interesting pickle with this, um, because I see in Royal Rumble somebody want either Roman or Brock is losing that belt, and it's gonna be one or the other's fault. It's yeah. gonna be one or the other's fault. Um, shout out to First Black Champ Podcast; they really made a good, interesting one where they said it's a chance that uh, it depends on which one main events before the Rumble, or if one of the main event the Rumble, we'll see. But uh, where I think they said where uh, the bloodline and Roman cost Brock the belt, <laughs> which is very much hilariously possible. But also, I see it's very much possible that Brock cost uh, Roman the belt. Roman the belt. Yeah. So it's just. And then you just do a title switch. That too. You just do a title switch. It is what it is. So. Seth, bring it to Raw. And Brock um, goes back to SmackDown with it. What difference is it? Really? So, so yeah, what it, to me it really don't make a difference. If big the main goal, right, was to get Brock versus Roman at Mania to have a legit match that they've been trying to do for ten years. This is the perfect way. This is the way you do it because at this point you're going to extend the storyline. To me, it also makes most sense for uh. At least because I think Brock is going to go on this slight hiatus, at least a month hiatus. Uh, you do let the bloodline come in and just cost Brock the belt. Niggas might be mad because, like, why is the WWE title being jumped around and passed around? But it's like, bro, who gives a fuck? Um, it's not like it hasn't happened before. Neither. Exactly, it hasn't happened bro, before. One of the best years in WWE, there were, set, I think, seven different people that, or five different people that held the, the title in one year. You had Rock Holden, you had Brock Holden, Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, Triple H, and Chris Jericho all in the same Ew. year. He said Hulk Hogan. Where Hulk Hogan come from? Remember Hulk, Hogan been, Hulk Hogan found a way to slip in there. So Hulk, Hogan fucked found, up. Hulk Hogan did the nasty and won and beat Triple H a month after he, he won the belt at Mania. Oh, and then yeah, Hulk that Hogan, did happen. I remember that. And then Hulk Hogan got beat by Taker at Judgment Day that year. And then Taker lost it to Rock in that uh, then, in that triple threat of vengeance. And then yeah. Rock, you know, and lost the, it to and then No, Rock, and then Big Bill held, held a title too. in the modern era. He did. I remember he did. I just forgot who he beat. That was his that was his last title run. He beat Triple H at Backlash. Yeah, I forgot who he beat. I literally seriously did forget who he beat for that belt. I like, think it, part of it is, was because was it Undertaker that it was Undertaker that got involved. It was Undertaker's fault that he won the belt. Yeah, the Undertaker got involved in the match. Yeah. I got I'm I'm I think I'm at that point on SmackDown. Just watch a random episode of SmackDown Peacock. I think I'm around that point. I'm a peep. <laughs> That's like yeah, it was Jericho, Triple H, Hogan. Yeah, because Jericho had it because he was undisputed. Rock, Brock, and then Big Show. Bro. 
And then this I think nigga. Kurt Angle ended the year with the belt. I think Kurt Angle ended. They had all their main guys held the belt that year. Oh yeah, because Stone Cold. Yeah, goddamn, a lot of people did hold. That was a nasty year for the undisputed title, G. Bro, it was, I wouldn't even call it nasty. That, that was one of the most interesting. No, that was the start. It was of interesting the year, year, but it's like, gee, that is a lot for that belt. That belt was getting passed around. Gee. But it was Fine fun. Bad. That was it was in that transition phase. You yeah. had to figure something out. Yeah, you're right. The Shield but, uh, all won a WWE championship in one night. Yep, that money in the bank. That did happen. That did happen. But yeah, so um but yeah, so they'll figure something out because regardless, I think the goal is to have Brock versus uh Roman at Mania. I don't I hope they don't do a tight unification thing. If they do, so be it it is what it is. Why but, would you um, unify I don't think they are. I don't me neither. Unify, I don't believe if you, unify, it. if you unify the title, you have a brand for no reason. Literally. And then it also defeats the entire purpose of the Royal One Royal Rumble winner winning and getting his WrestleMania title shot. So it defeats yeah. that entire purpose. So, my strong belief is one or the other is costing the other the belt at Royal Rumble. It's, that's literally the collision course, as I see as I see it. Um, but yeah, what else is going on on WWE? And, oh, Women's Royal Rumble. Uh, we got a bunch of names. Um, they sit, And the biggest one being Impact, Impact Knockouts champion Mickey James uh, appearing. She literally did retain the belt against Deanna Perrazzo, which I'm little disappointed by because Deanna Perrazzo is that it, that shit. Um, but Mickey James retained the belt in the most recent pay-per-view, so she's definitely walking into the Rumble with the Impact title, so WWE has opened the Forbidden Door. Uh, and it's rumored that the Men's Rumble will also have a non-WWE person involved as well, so something to take note of and peep. Uh, so yeah, so shout out to that. Um, trying to think anything else rumble wise that need to be talked about or leading up to. Um, oh, Alpha Academy beat RK Bro finally. Um, so shout out to RK, uh, Alpha Academy getting that moment. Uh, I also didn't know that Otis was on the USA team with Chad Gable. Me neither. So that, which is pretty dope. Which it makes sense because since he can actually you know, go a little bit in the ring, so. Yeah, so that's actually pretty dope and makes that, that title one a little bit more meaningful. Uh, but, so shout out to them. Uh, and we finally just get the belts off them because it, RK Bros just broken. They were just too fucking broken. <laughs> they were, just, they were yeah. bigger than the belts, and I think that Yeah, was they were bigger thing. than the belts, and this time where you, I think it's time to separate them, but also it's like, I'm curious to see how they break them up, officially break them up. Like, you could take the belts off, but now you have to break them up, which you pull the classic Randy Orton is sick and tired of Matt Riddle shit. So I'm cool with that. Um, you think we get Riddle versus Randy at one of these next pay-per-views? I see it happening. Possibly, possibly maybe, maybe. If it extends towards man, I'll be shocked. I'll be really shocked. Um, yeah, because we still, maybe is it April or March? I think it's early April this year. If it's the first, if, it's either the first week of April or last week of March. It's always when that's when it falls. I'm not 100 sure, but if they find a way to extend, it depends when they officially break them up. Yeah, because so, I can they see they wait probably, until like the beginning of March to break them up. Then 
probably mid mid February because then you could cook you could just cook it a little longer. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so that's that's going that's probably what I see about to happen. And then plus it's needed because it allows teams to get into the title picture in regards to Raw because Street Profits and there's another team that I can't think of. I think the Street Profits are going to have a heel turn this year. That's going to happen. Yeah. They that's probably going to happen, but I need to see it to believe it. Uh, oh, do drop beat Bianca and Liv Morgan uh, to get a title match against Becky Lynch. So shout out to that. That's going to be a good match. Uh, see what else. I think they're pretty much going to cook up Bianca versus Liv going to the Rumble, or at least as the Rumble tees. Uh, oh. Sasha Banks is hurt. She's going to miss the Rumble. Not coming back until after the Rumble. Yeah, also, Rumble. Charlotte is going to be in the Rumble match, too. So They need to fill out the roster spots since Tony Storm peeled out. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm at this point, if they were smart, you look at that damn NXT women's roster, and you bring up who you can bring up. Because, for one, where the fuck is Shotzi Blackheart? I was just going to say. I think she injured, too. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, if I was you, you got people who ain't really doing nothing up down there right now. Like uh, what's the other uh, Il Shirai can come up. I think Oscar actually should be on t- on pace to come back. I think she's gonna be back in the Rumble. The good thing is I think Oscar and Bailey should be back real soon. Uh, but you could bring up Il Shirai if you want. You can bring a Dakota Kai or Raquel Gonzalez up too. Like it's you have people you could bring up. And fill up that women roster to some capacity. Uh, we get Charlotte versus Red Ripper. If we get Charlotte, no, if we get Charlotte versus fucking Raquel Gonzalez. I'm not watching that mini match, bro. I'm not watching Peace it ass. either. No, <laughs> I'm not watching it either. G like Raquel is de- is she she's okay, but it depends who she's in the ring with. But I'm not watching Charlotte carry her in the match. I'm good on that. And the funny thing is, Charlotte picks and chooses when she wants to carry people in the match. <laughs> she does. She does pick and choose who she wants to carry in the match. It's it's funny as hell. Well, yeah, I'll help you out. No, you're going to work for this one, pal. Exactly. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, Nikki Cross is about to go heel. Is heel because she turned on Rhea Ripley. So they're broken up. Um, Alexa Bliss is back. There we go. That was something else I'm not forgetting. Alexa Bliss yeah. is back. She's still carrying on the fiend type vibes, and people are mad by it. But it is what it is. I don't really. I can see Alexa winning. Alexa is a very underrated option to win, so like I'm cool with that. Uh, so yeah, the women is women rumble scene is really heating up. The men's is still very looking bleak. It's 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 like it's just the sexy pick is Biggie. No homo. The sexy pick is Biggie, and we just see where things go from there. Uh, so I'm trying to think what else. Oh, let's just go ahead and go to NXT. Uh, Braun Breaker is now your NXT champion. Uh, Champa is probably about to finally make that uh his big big jump uh jump to the main roster, which hopefully SmackDown because they need people badly. <laughs> SmackDown just needs hey man, people. I might as well go. P. Dunn especially. P. Dunn has nothing else to do. He just lost, he just lost a crowbar on a stick match. 
at that point, it's time for you to go go up to the main roster, bro. Both of y'all can go to SmackDown, take y'all time to SmackDown, because they need people up there who I can at least say thank you. I can watch. Because outside of Roman Reigns and the random Usos and New Day moment, I don't really give a fuck about SmackDown. And it's not because in Charlotte just doesn't have nobody to fight. She's just there. So, but anyway, so NXT 1.0 is officially dead. A bunch of niggas ran from the grind or cut. And a couple of them hopefully will make that big step. But now it's officially the Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, and uh, Grayson Waller. Uh, you dig. So, I'm cool with it. Shout out to AJ making his appearance. Oh, Walter is yeah. also in the right, States. Walter, he's, he's in this bitch, man. Walter, Walter might be making... Look, I think Walter's just popping up NXT just to... Give his American test run, and then he's gonna be in the main roster soon. I need, I need Walter in the Rumble winning it. All chop eliminations. <laughs> yo, yo, I need no. I need somebody to oversell the shit out that chop, and they just jump out the ring, bro. Okay, I'm telling you, give me no Ricochet. Give me Ricochet doing a uh, a shooting star press into a chop. How fast are you? He gonna smack that nigga head and fall out. Just fly out the ring. Bro, I was crying. I need I need Walter pulling up to the scene just chopping niggas, bro. I need it. When is um speaking of that, when is the dusty the um the dusty cup usually end? Probably round rumble round the the uh takeover around rumble. So my my guess is the once Imperium drops those belts, that's when I think Imperium is gonna Debut probably, I would say they probably end up on Raw first, and they'll probably be after Mania. Maybe. I see it's very much possible. Because I don't, I don't see Walter having a long NXT run unless they really want to give him a, a real NXT run, which it could be fun. I think it could be fun. You eventually put him up against Braun Breaker or somebody. Yeah, and then right now, now you just have to build people to fight Braun Breaker. Because as of right now, there's nobody in that scene where it's just like, oh, they're going to fight him. <laughs> there's nobody there. I think B- eventually, I think Bond Wagner is going to be in that spot. Ew. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I feel that, Ew, but I think that's that's who they're putting him up to be. I think he's going to be in that spot eventually. But uh, if we get Braun Breaker versus Walter at uh, the Mania TakeOver, I'm all for it. Yeah, hell yeah. Streets need that. The streets need that, especially the just the promos, because I, I just need more Braun Scott Steiner popping up instead of Braun Rick Steiner in those promos, because gee, I, I want to cry tears when he's talk about that nigga just being flabby and fat. Even though Walter is in better shape, but I need him to just bar him up in terms of just like, bro, you, you're just too European for me, G. I'm going to cry. I need him to take notes from Scott. I need Scott Stein to write his promos during this time frame for joke reasons. For pure joke reasons. I need it for the culture. But, um, or give me Carmelo Hayes versus Brian Breaker uh, at TakeOver. I need that too. But um, See that, man? That's happening down the line. Yeah. I think they probably going to throw once Santos is done with this Zion Quinn feud. I think that's done. I think Santos. But yeah, it might be done because he just they finally did the did the uh the rubber match, I guess. So they had to fight for the Latina Queen match, G. 
They had fight. Uh, they had the. They I had want to begin to say a eulogy for my man. Um, what was the Japanese dude? Them jacket time niggas. Yeah, not just yeah. What's his name? Um, um, I forget. I don't. I don't see him lasting a little bit longer. So he ain't feeling that new NXT look. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Kushida. Yeah. Unless they just do oh. a drastic character change. It ain't. It ain't looking too spicy. Yeah, Kushida might be heading back home. I hate to say that because he's kind of one of the last one point. He fizzed out. But it's just like, yeah, G. Like he can go in the ring, but it's just like I don't. They don't have nothing for him. Because the other dude has personality, has a really good personality, but Kushida is just like, all right, bro. And I like Kushida, but I get where you're coming from. It, it, his time is, he's his the sand on his uh on his clock is literally fizzling out. So it is what it is. But um, but yeah. So NXT 2.0 is looking good. Uh, you got places to go with it, so I'm not really mad. Uh, I still think it's the most consistent product of wrestling on TV right now. It's still, I think we talked about it a couple days ago, like the match quality is down slightly because some of these guys are still new. Some of these guys are still learning, but overall it's, it's still the more consistent show out of every, everything that's on wrestling wise on TV right now. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. It's like, you could see the vision. You can at least see it's it's concise and making this point. Um, yeah, like we know who their who their you know their nucleus of guys that they want to be the faces of this brand. They're they're plastic. They're in our face right now, and all of them are. I think majority of them are getting over. Tony D'Angelo is is over for a year. Tony D'Angelo uh, gets niggas ready for Twitter. G niggas want to hope he pops up on TV. Uh, even with this Joe Gacy and Harlan um, pairing, I think that's gonna work. Oh to, yeah, we need to talk about uh, we need to talk about uh, Harlan literally performing American History X uh, crimes on TV. Somebody you said, know, somebody you know said Harlan looked like Mr. X with a with a uh, <laughs> with a uh, with a slave catcher costume on. Yeah, you, you know what's crazy about. Y'all, you know, the racism, not racism, but the calling it hard in the pickerwood. That man is so for the culture. Like, and when I say, when I say, go look at his pictures on Twitter. Look what he wearing. Look what music he's listening to. Go look at his pictures. Hold on, I'm about to go to his page. <laughs> it's just this nigga ain't like... dressing like no white. He ain't dressing like his gimmick. Harlan, oh, there we go. Well, I was, well, you can't really use the, his current pictures because you know, yo, this nigga got on Fendi. Keep going down, folks. He got, <laughs> got on Fendi. This nigga got on a Fendi fit. He got Instagram photos of other rappers shouting him out. Hold it's on, real. G, G. My man is really out here, G. Hold on. Okay, I can't be mad at it, bro. <laughs> and he round niggas, so I can't. I really can't be mad. He really be around niggas. Juicy dog, London, on, bro, <laughs> bro, Nick, yo, 
If he gets a juicy, I know, Daytra, I know you hate three six five, but if he gets the next juicy J WWE theme, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, it's just literally like I said. He's he. I'm just I'm glad he's he's for us. At least it's up here, so. But it's just still he still looks very much American History X, and I, what he did to them niggas was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's still fucked up. He said, "Forget this dusty cup. I want to hurt these guys." <laughs> Beat they ass, bro. Like J- J- Gacy tacked that nigga in. He just needed to start beating that. Just watched them, bro. One of them tried to run. That's what they was like, bro. Why he running? <laughs> but I'm all for Harley doing his thug dizzle. Katina built that nigga up uh, to be one of them dudes because I, he he. I see him. I can see him doing his thug dizzle G for a long term G. But um, but yeah, NXT is like in good shape to me. It's just all I'm gonna say. This is just my little promo on NXT and why niggas is the, the turn. Like I get some of your faves are gone X Y and Z. It's not what Triple H built X Y and Z. But also Triple H set this up. Regardless, he made this possible. Because regardless, like yeah, his. His vision was to literally, it was for him to literally make a developmental system and make it possible for the next WWE stars. Yes, he hired a bunch of indie niggas. And yes, when AEW said, hey, we're going to pull your whole card and pop up on the same time as your third brand show and he and the show couldn't compete, that was because you niggas was sucking AEW off so hard. And then what happened to NXT? Vince McMahon saw the numbers and was like, I right, ain't working. It's y'all fault. I'm putting this on the fans. Yeah, that's that's what I said too. He's taking it back to the grassroots. But you niggas and y'all y'all play the role. If y'all watch NXT, some niggas will probably still be around. It's Triple H yeah. might still have a show. But shout, but shout out to Vince and Bruce Pritchard doing a thug dizzle because they sit, they see the youngins, and they like, I, right, we're taking it back to the roots. I ain't mad at it at all. But I will say the fans played a role in shit changing because y'all chose what y'all wanted to watch Wednesday nights. The numbers said so at the end of the day, and that's why also AEW is choosing to sign NXT's uh, Outcast. Some of them ran from the grind. Adam Cole. Kyle O'Reilly but y'all watching at this point y'all watching NXT Outcast on Dynamite now that's what y'all watching and y'all still not even watching that shit because it just recently hit a million and then the numbers went back down that's all I'm gonna say in regards to that remember you guys control a lot of shit but um but yeah, so that's it for this week's episode. We gave you guys a lot because we haven't recorded in three weeks, I feel like. So, but we'll get back consistent once for this new year. That's the goal is consistency. Uh, like I said, follow us on Twitter at threes from the ring at three s from the ring. Uh, what else? Uh, if you are watching us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. If you are also on the uh on the audio side of things which is spotify soundcloud and apple Podcasts, please subscribe please share please like comment review all of that it's all greatly appreciated g but thanks for listening and peace, peace.
Y'all next week.